I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Mool, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Absolutely, my my plan and the the club's plan is to get to the Premier League, and that's that's exactly what I'm here for. Hello, dear listeners. That voice you may not have recognised it was our newest signing, George Honeyman, talking very boldly. I felt about aiming for the Premier League for us, little old Millwall. Joining me to kick over one of the more exciting weeks in a long while, actually, at the Den, are two familiar voices. I've described him as a controversialist, rugby and cricket and Millwall controversialist. Mr. Neil Fisler, welcome to the show, Neil. Hello, mate. How are you going? Close the club. Close the club. That's, <laughs> a, that's become a private joke every time um, we were losing players left, right and centre. And it became a private joke when Neil and I about close the club down. Uh, <laughs> controversialist ever, Neil Fisler. Also joining us is, is it horrified or is it happy, Harry Warren, this week, Harry? Uh, yeah, um, I've bought my tickets for the HMS Pista League and I'm fully aboard the Gary Rowett train. I've bought all the tickets. I'm in all the raffles. I'm in all the uh, bookies. 28 to 1 each way to finish top. Millwall bipolar at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. It's reflective of uh, social media generally. I mean, Neil, not for nothing have you been saying close the club because it was um, looking a bit bleak at one point, um, not that long ago. Was it only a week? I can't remember when we started making signings now, but um, we've cleared a lot of um, a lot of baggage out, haven't we? Particularly, I think, the departure of Jed to get that settled, I think, has been a step forwards for the club. Mate, it was embarrassing the way people were going on last week. It honestly <laughs> was embarrassing. Okay, yeah, well, you're disappointed that Jed Wallace was going to leave, but yeah. well, let's be honest, you should have got your head around it six to nine months ago that he was going to go because as soon as he didn't sign that contract, he was off. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says, he wasn't keeping his options open. His agent had decided that they were going to leave at the end of the contract. And no matter what we offered, he wasn't going to stay. They strung us along a little bit. That's maybe a little bit strong, but but well, but well, in effect, it's what happened. Yeah, mm. uh, Lovelace, I think, is a similar type of situation. As soon as Gary Rowett said he hasn't signed a contract, we're still talking. The alarm bell started to ring. He was tapped up for whatever reason. 
and he's gone to Glasgow Rangers, but there's no guarantee that he's going to make it there. No, no, there's not. But basically, you, know, you look at the number of players that have left over the years. You look at David Amu. Is he a Port Vale's Port Vale or somebody? He, yeah, well, he allegedly left mm. to go on to bigger and better things. Connor Wilkinson, is he at Orient or somewhere like that? He was going to leave for bigger and better things. For a kid his age, you either... Yeah, but it would have been okay if he stayed, but what you never really had. So, And they were always going to have a transfer policy in place, and it was just a question of just being a bit patient, not this alarmist social media. Patience is not that. a virtue widely practised at the den, Harry, is it? Patience is, uh, is, is, is uh, you know, in short supply. Um, I mean, there's been a clear out, and I, th- I think, I, I mean, I agree with Neil. I, th- I think that Jed was always going to go in truth. Um, it's a shame because he had far more playing credit in the bank than perhaps the likes of Zach, who was only 16. Um, very hard at the age of 16 not to have your head turned by a European-level name like Glasgow Rangers. I mean, I think my head would be turned, wouldn't yours, age, if you were blessed with that talent? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the Jed situation was more that Jed was going to go. It was just... Jed and his agent were waiting for the right move for Jed. Whether or not the right moves come around, that's questionable because I don't think I think mm. West Brom are going to either fly very high or be very mediocre, and we will find out very quickly, or they will be found out very quickly, um, as the championship tends to do. But Lovelace is Lovelace is disappointing because you want to retain good young players in terms of our transfer policy long term to buy low, sell high, make profit to make us go up the table um, because to spend money on the new signings that we have, the Honeyman and the Bermondsey Burkamp, um, we have, you know, um, he's, he's, he's been stuck with this moniker. I'm going to say, right, this is, this, this is like, this has got all the Millwall hallmarks of it going really badly wrong before it's even begun. And it give him a nickname like the Bermondsey, the Bermondsey Burkamp. What's some struggle under the weight of expectation? Um, yeah, I, I think um, I think the business is good. I, I understand that the club was saying like, "Be patient," but we've been patient for a number of windows, and we end up, you know, every time we come to like a deadline day, and that silly cunt gets on telly with a yellow tie. <laughs> I won't even say his name, and the new Bermondsey Cuddle Club gets mentioned. Them kind of people, um, you know, or and it transfer deadline day, or as Millwall fans call it. Tuesday, normally, you know, it's um. <laughs> oh, the happens. best materials coming out today, H for the old, but, the old stand up. <laughs> yeah, but that, but that's what happens. We we don't do business. We get low knees or we get freebies. So it was it's refreshing. We're sitting here with optimism because we have been recharged, re-energized, refreshed, a bit like the squad. I think. I mean, Neil. I mean, is, is it too much to call this? An exciting week. I feel quite buzzed. You know, I'm reminded of the 87-88 season when we made some big signings, you know, in what turned out in the end to be a successful season. I mean, we're talking obviously about Zian Fleming. I'm hoping that's how you pronounce his name, if you're listening, Zion, Zian. Um, He seems to look the part. I mean, I think he's untried in our level, so... You know the YouTube clips, Neil, are all have some fairly generous defending, but he looks like he's got the ingredients for for the top. One point seven million is Millwall's biggest club record signing. So the problem with YouTube clips is 
that they can be edited in such a way to make a player look good. Yeah, they're the same as show reels. Yeah, but they are in effect show reels that agents put together when they're yeah. trying to hunt a player around. Yeah, they cut out all the bad points, but they show all the good points. Troy Parrot syndrome, we are talking of, aren't you? Yeah, but Troy Parrot, I think, came too early. Yeah. yeah? Troy Parrot last season at MK Dons came good because he's actually matured a bit. I think it was the wrong move. Or, yeah, but it's the right move, probably at the wrong time for him. And we do yeah. put pressure on these players, don't we? I mean, exactly. that's, that's so, a thing that. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of comparisons between him and, uh, and, and another striker that we signed off Tottenham, whose uh, career's done quite well since. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as for this Bermondsey Burkhouse, it's a bit cringy and it's a bit social media. It's a bit sixteen to eighteen year old, isn't it? I, yeah. Is it not our demo? Is it not our demographic? <laughs> well, we go from, we're, we're moving big into TikTok, so this could be, <laughs> the cat the Catford Cruyff might be the wrong. I might be we're hitting the wrong to, notes. We're, try, so we're trying to make money off you, dear this now. Oh no, wait, we're we're not trying to make money off you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, well, I can understand why they do it. But but all of a sudden it creates a pressure, a burden of expectation, as you said, Nick. Yeah, this guy looks a good player. They've obviously done their homework on yeah, him. Yeah, I agree. They yeah. wanted to sign him in January, didn't they? But but was it Fortuna Stutter or S- what? Stutter. <laughs> Stiff- is it That would be a Millwall signing, wouldn't it? That'd be a Millwall's feeder club for Julius yeah. Stutter. <laughs> but to be honest, yeah, they've maintained an interest in him. They've obviously done a lot of homework on him. Yes, yeah. So they're fairly confident. And let's face it, at a club like Millwall, you don't spend £1.7 million on a player unless you're confident he's going to bring something to the party. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was looking at his uh, Wikipedia, which, you know, uh, you can only go by. How many times has it been edited by Millwall fans at this point? I mean, in fairness, I mean, I I don't know anything about him, listeners, and I don't present myself to you as any kind of um, Euro pundit, not you know, fount of knowledge, but you can only go by what you see. Neil's right about YouTube, Harry. I mean, I um, mean, Troy, Troy Parrott looked like a, he was going to make an impact when, for many reasons, he, he didn't. But the, these, you know, the, the Dutch league is a um, a decent, <laughs> a pretty good standard, I'd say. And and his his track record, he's played for young Ajax and won a, a championship out there with with the, the Ajax feeder system before going on to Sittard, who, uh, you know, are not Ajax, but um, he scored goals out there. So. You know, the reports that you read online, which is all we've got to go by, seem to imply a player of some talent, some potential, which is, you've got to take your hat off to Mill for, for going for. You do. I mean, he wasn't just linked with us, which is quite refreshing that we've, and worrying at the same time. You know, Forrest were interested in him in, in January, apparently. Um, Stiffard, uh, Sittard, rather. Stiffard. Uh, Stiffard. <laughs> we've uh, gone from Stutter to the Stiffard. Yeah. <laughs> Fortuna. <laughs> were, uh, yeah. were not interested in sending him because they were trying to stay in the Eredivisie. And yeah. a bit like us, probably the reason that we didn't get rid of Jed was because we thought we had an outside chance of the playoffs. So they seem similar kind of clubs in, in that sense. Um, he got into the, the Eredivisie team the season, 
sort of like um now these are all subjectionable i don't know if that's the the site that i saw that was from i don't know if that's the reputable mm. or, or it's by garth crooks and anyone that watches Graf Cook's pick a best 11 of a week will know it's bollocks. So I, I don't know how reliable that is. Um, but he was the striker. They were using him as a striker in that in the 4-4-2 with Haller, who flopped at West Ham in the Premier League. So that is a little bit of a worry, but scored four goals in the Champions League. So is it a worry? Um, I, I think to it's a statement of intent to the fans. I think it shows that we are not, we know what we need. We know that by losing Jeb, we lost the key player and the creative. And to to lose Jed and still feel positive a week down the line because we've done good business is something that I didn't think I'd see at my club. Um, that's not that's not really the mill I know. That's that sort of took the last twenty years of supporting the club um, with any kind of real sort of understanding. Sort of past when I was twelve when. You know, we were a decent side and, and we started to lose players. This is the first time where we've lost a player and I've gone, okay, well, they've replaced them with this person. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. there seems a plan, which is... I mean, all, all plans normally are taking ends. It's not normally signing players, you know. It, it's very different. It comes with good reviews. I mean, I've picked out just a couple of comments from Twitter here, boys. I mean, Zian, for, this is a... a a, a journalist, I think, called Josh Bunting. Don't know him. Uh, Zian Fleming is such a good signing for Millwall. He uses his body very well in duels and shields the ball well in tight spaces. He's also strong in the air and has a big leap on him. Covers a lot of ground and is quick in a transition. Effective with both feet in terms of control. Um, I mean, Neil, some of those YouTube clips were long-range shots. He seems to be, a, you know, have have all of the ingredients, um, which is the kind of player we, we we've been hoping for the club goes into we've we've seen other clubs i'm thinking of brentford i keep mentioning brentford but they seem to have done some good business abroad and in their time and this that's what i've always hoped we'll all be able to do maybe this is the start of something here yeah um, let's hope so i've been calling for it for about 18 months two years now that we've got to broaden our horizons yeah we've got to look at france Belgium, Holland, Germany, those kind of countries where there are good young players and good value players. But I think the most important thing is that if he does well, we don't hang on to him for too long. That well, that's we, key as well, isn't it? I mean, we you know, actually, that we actually keep that money ticking over because really we should have sold Jed Wallace two years ago, really, shouldn't we? He, In, with, with hindsight, with hindsight, yeah. yeah. But you're right. He wouldn't I sign think... that contract. He should have been out the door. Thank you very much. Indeed, we'll look to get on with the next one. That's that's a, that's the mentality. I mean, Harry, we, we've we've mentioned that a few times on the show over over time, haven't we? That developing that ruthlessness, which other clubs show, and we haven't traditionally, is, is going to be a key point. And so, Neil's right. I mean, let's hope this this boy Fleming, you know, hits the ground running. But also, we've got to be looking at the market at the right time for us as well, because that's how we're going to progress. Yeah, I think I think the Jed thing is is strange with the Jed thing. I think that I'm annoyed that we're doing this this season, and this is the thing because I think if you're doing this this season, Jed's contract wasn't worth the money we've just spent on two people. It, mm. It's not. Yeah, mm. it's not going to have been there. So, you know, the the things that you have to do to convince a player that if if Honeyman Honeyman's comments are interesting in themselves, I have come here to play in the Premier League. So they've sold him the dream that we're on the cusp of the playoffs, can pr- look to row its finishes, and that's a that's a 
we're closer to the Premier League than what Hull are, right? Yeah, so you've yeah. got that player there. Fleming's looked at it, gone right. Shop window in England, get in England. If I don't get in the Premier League with them, I can move to the Premier League with another club. They'll probably get bought. They'll, they'll fancy me after buying them from their league. So, yeah, playing in the championship and being at the right end of the championship is a good relationship for player and club. But I don't get why we've, why it's taken so long for this to be a to be mm. a strategy. It, it, it's it's the only strategy that allows Millwall to move forward as a club. We well, I don't. I think the vast majority of fans want us to be in the Premier League for at least one season. Um, I think a lot of people don't want it, but I personally do. So, you know, or I, I, I mean, let's be honest. If we get into the playoffs, we've had a great season. Any any season that we get into the playoffs, if we get to the playoffs this season, it. You know, we've had a fantastic season, whether we go up or not. But would that mean that we'd have to sell players? I'd, I'd guess there'd be players that would want to leave because we, we're not a retaining club. We don't have the money to pay people to stay at Millwall Football Club. And, you know, I think unless you're getting into the elite top levels, there are very few retaining clubs in the game generally. I think I don't think we're um, unusual, really, in that sense. Um, if I pick up on one of Harry's points, actually. Yeah. I think it's taken us this long because I think Alex Aldridge has gone away and he has gone to Stoke, a club that have played in the Premier League recently. Mm. And he's taken a bit of knowledge from there because, let's face it, he came into the job from working for the Southwark News. Yeah. yeah wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, started, yeah. News at Den. Yeah. 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 In the news at Den. And it's almost, okay, yeah, we, you yeah, know, you're a football scout. Yeah. Yeah, so unless you've got that knowledge, I think he's gained a lot of knowledge with us. He's gone away to Stoke. He's spent, what, a season, 18 months, two years at Stoke? Think about, yeah, 18 months. Also done an advanced university course, so he's actually got a little bit more knowledge. Yeah. And he's brought that back. Yeah, but the last guy, Harvey, was it Bustle? Bustle, yeah. 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 Probably a... Probably a confidant to Gary Rabbits and was given the job. Didn't seem to stick around for too long, but now we're getting smarter. See, Alex has gone away. And well, let's face it, give you look on Hoff last Wednesday or Thursday, and Aldrich had to leave the club immediately. <laughs> 24 hours later, after we signed Fleming, they want the blue renamed Alex Aldridge Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you've actually got to be fair to the two Alex, to Steve Kavanagh. To John Berylson, who's backed them, who's, who's funding yeah, this, yeah, 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 and to Gary Rowett, we appear to have got a lot better. We're a lot smarter. That's why I wasn't panicking last week when everyone else was losing it and closed the club, not playing the ground for housing. <laughs> yeah, we're finished. Eight relegation. He's <laughs> glad another two months of the transfer window. Don't panic on because everything comes out on the first day. They obviously had a plan. We're an established championship club now. We yeah. were let Jed Wallace walk out the door and not have a plan to replace him. They've had long enough. It's not like they found it's out. It's not the like, Millwall I know. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's not the Millwall I know. And I love that saying. But they have got a lot more professional. You have to. We're playing 
one step away from the Premier League. It's not we're pitching up every week and hoping we're going to stay in the championship. We are now an established championship club. And, okay, every season I just hope for mid-table and anything above that's a little bit better. Yeah. And I don't think we'd have retained Gary Rowett if we didn't show a little bit of ambition. I think he'd have probably buggered off a long time ago. There was, there was, I was looking at one of the recast interviews. It was with Gary Rowett prior to um, some of these signings, actually. I think he, he mentioned how he's got to show some patience, which I think was a repeat point made over, over uh, recent weeks. But um, he was saying about how you get um, there, there are phases where players become available. So he was talking about picking up players in... It, uh, like now, um, but there may be another phase, I'm guessing as the kickoff of the season approaches, where deals can be done at prices and, and uh, wages that are better than what you might get right now. Yeah, so I think Premier League that... clubs have already done their business, yeah? yeah, and then you either have players that are surplus to requirements or they sign a central defender and say a good youngster then becomes available. They think, okay, we won't keep him around here, we'll ship him out. It's about so holding you, your nerve, and then it, you know. Yeah, so you have to be a little bit patient. It's no good. Okay, Dan Ballard, yes, I'd have liked him to have stayed, but realistically, mm. maybe, maybe not. It, it, it think, would require a big commitment. It, it, it would require a big commitment from John Berylson to finance that. But but then again, I do believe in speculation accumulation. Hmm. Yeah, You keep hold of him for a year, 18 months, and you're going to get two or three times what you paid for him back. Yeah, if it um, works well, yeah. You're like, okay, you might have to give Arsenal a 25 30% of your profit, but it's probably worth it at the end of the day. And that's the way you've got to keep on. Yeah, but that's the way that modern football is. You cannot think the old way. You know, no, 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 I agree. The way I agree. that you bring in modern football. And Christ, if I'm thinking it, it must be, it must be the newfangled tits. <laughs> I, I, I think Sunderland must have given him a... I don't know if he's... Act, is that actually done there? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't done, seen anything official. It's been... I think. Yeah. So if he's... You know, I reckon Sunderland have given him a big a big wage. That Charlie Meppham off of Sunderland till I'll die a second series who I loathe entirely from his toes to the tip of his hair. Um, he's a very good businessman. And um, and that's something that we traditionally haven't been good businessmen. We've been a no. good family club, um, but we are not good businessmen. And um, we need to learn to be good businessmen. You've mentioned, um, you mentioned George Honeyman already, H. Um, there's another signing, obviously, we've... we've, we've um, Mentions Ian Fleming, but with George Honeyman, there was a player that I quite like. I mean, you always get different reactions online. Some people are un- underwhelmed, but I-, I don't know who they're expecting us to sign. I oh, Millwall thought... fans will always be underwhelmed. Uh, well, yeah, but... you can sign Lionel Messi. Oh, who Messi. is this Jimmy Abdu? Oh. I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, we could sign Lionel Messi tomorrow and somebody <laughs> would be underwhelmed, wouldn't they? Isn't he past, past it? it. Yeah. <laughs> He's always injured. <laughs> I mean, George Honeyman, I mean, we started the show with the, the quote, and I, I, I like anyone that talks about Premier League as being the aim. I think that's that's why we're all here in the end. Yeah. Um, and he seems to be, you know, a, a box-to-box workhorse midfielder, but he does seem to represent, um, I mean, Harry, you've, you've mentioned leadership a few times in our conversations, and he does seem to represent that, doesn't he? He seems to be a, a player that um, G's, G's things up in the dressing room. 
yeah, I mean, it's another George to the midfield. I'm sure that's going to be really, yeah. really confusing in that George, George and George. Yeah. George, George, George and George. I know which George I want to leave the club. Um, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no prizes through because Gary Rowett likes a centre midfielder, ladies and gentlemen. He likes a centre <laughs> midfielder and he likes someone that's played for Derby or a previous club. <laughs> But this person hasn't played for these previous clubs, so I was shocked by that. But um, I, I think that it's it's a statement of intent. I've always liked him. I really liked him on the Sunderland Till I Die. If you want to learn a little bit about his character, in the first season of Sunderland Till I Die, he's there and he, the wheels are falling off around him. But he's, mm-hmm. the only, he's the only player in that that keeps wanting the ball, isn't scared to take the ball on. And so, fucking stadium of lights, what? 50,000 odd people. Big, big stadium, yeah. Big stadium, yeah. fucking all on your back because you're getting relegated with Chris Coleman into charge, you know, getting dogs abuse. And he still wants the ball. Now, if you played there with 40,000, 50,000 shouting at you, it'll be fine at the den. It won't be a problem because... Yeah, we're you know, 8,000 all wanting the 8,000. I think yeah. I take my chances at the exactly. stadium are light. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, I, I found this quote, Neil, from the... It's a whole city blog, uh, the likes of whole city, it's called... And they said, I'll, ne- I'll never agree with selling George Honeyman, let alone in our league. He's too good, too important, and too effective. It doesn't, it won't sit right with me, says this uh, whole city blog. Um, and that's all music to our ears, mate, isn't it? I mean, it, it does seem George like a, a Millwall player, you know. George Honeyman was talked about as being one of the next big things when he was at Sunderland, when they were in the Premier League. Yeah, wouldn't he? He was expected to play for. He could play for England and all of this lot, and he scored a blinding goal against us last season. <laughs> Let's not forget. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Great signing. It's one that you're happy that we've made that signing because he's in the first team of one of our rival clubs. Yeah, it's not like he's a Luke Freeman knocking around the reserves. Mm. Oliver Burke. like that, yeah? <laughs> we'll come back to him. <laughs> yeah. His agent is fucking unreal, mate. We'll come back to him. <laughs> but, yeah, no. Yeah, but he isn't a player that was knocking around the reserves. He was No, in- no he's involved, yeah. yeah. And they're absolutely sickened that that we're letting him or yeah but they've let him go to us so that's that says a lot about the way we're conducting our transfer business this summer yeah to say that alex aldridge and uh gary robert and kavanagh are approaching things we've gone to yeah well you think 18 months ago would we have approached hull for george honeyman one of their best players highly doubtful not in a bloody month of sundays i'll be honest i don't think two weeks ago i would have thought we'd have gone for anyone (laughs) let alone yeah one week ago you didn't think that no that's it let's be honest mate i can't believe i can't believe that you know touching on that there's a rumor that qpr are looking at danny mcnamara that's popped up on twitter million quid that wouldn't even buy one of his testicles would it, exactly. <laughs> no, that's it right? this is this is the this is the level that you know we've talked about about selling people 2.5 million is probably about 10 maybe 15 million light of what a young right back goes for now that can do what danny mac can do you yeah. know it, it, it's the market for that type of player, someone that can play in that system and do what he does, that is that's the way teams want to play now. So understanding people's worth is something that, again, we've bought Honeyman because he's going to bring something to our midfield that we don't have. He's a different type of midfield than what we've got. We're, we're, we're slowly, bit by bit, building this the system that we want to play to. And, it, you know, at the end of the day, there is life after Jed. 
and hopefully, oh, absolutely, absolutely, hopefully it ends up with us. I, I, I would want. I mean, if we start like a train, we never start fast. But if we, if we did for a change, it would be so refreshing. It, I just think we'd be swept up in it and we, we'd go on. But we won't start fast because we never do. But if we did, we'd, we'd, we'd ride that wind of to the to the uh, World Cup. There is no reason why we November. can't start fast. The no, thing. there isn't. There isn't. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Achtung, Millwall. really struck i mean I, I just picked out this is a tweet from whole city's official um twitter account um saying goodbye to george george honeyman um they say we would like to thank george for his work ethic his dedication and his immense contribution to the club and wishing well for the future that's work dedication and immense contribution listeners now if that's not Millwall through and through. I don't know what is. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but let's hope it just wasn't club bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a reg, regular well, theme that you read about him. So, you know, quite a departure from everything that he's shown. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, but it's an exciting signing. I think with him and Fleming, and then, and then you're going to come on to others. It's been a decent week, to be quite it's honest. It's been an exciting week. You're getting, you're getting more happy as we go along here, Neil. You know, I've been happy all along, to be quite honest. You're the one that's been predicting that. <laughs> I, 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 I'll come back to this. I've been happy all I'll, be, I'll come back to this when you when we've been beaten 1-0 by Rotherham. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> come back to you and go. You know when you said you were happy all along. Are you happy now? You know. I want to. I want to. I want to move us along away from Rotherham to uh, the beautiful <laughs> streets. No one wants to live in Rotherham. Get, let's get, get ourselves away from the pubs of Rotherham into the the street cafes of Bruges. Bruges uh, and, and, and that that moment where Benick was just about to raise a cooling glass of Lethe beer, Neil. With some chips of mayo, um, celebrating his move, and the deal 
his two-year deal collapsed. I'd love to know what made it collapse, wouldn't you? What, 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 what? It was a three-year deal, apparently, wasn't it? Apparently, what wasn't made it, it collapse? I, I, I... I, I, apparently, what an amazing piece of business. Although, yeah, well, yet again, yeah, we listen to some people online and on some of the message boards, and uh, and he's the worst player that's ever walked in through the door. Twelve so, goals, twelve goals, which would be outrageous. substantial. Loss yeah, exactly. There's a lot of shit strikers we've had. We could be here a long time <laughs> well, discussing ones say. that are worse. Should we start yeah, no, with Akin Fenwa and move our way down? Should we start in A? <laughs> yeah, well, we could be, but but well, let's face it, he might not be the quickest player in the world, but. He, but he actually knows where the goal is, and he's got so, he's got Naus in the box now. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. of course he can finish better. In fact, I was interested to see the the interview it was on News at Ten uh, with Gary Rowett, where no, no pressure as, as as Michael put on our on our group chat about he wants him to be a twenty goal plus striker, and he says he has that potential. I believe he does. I think he's that good, but he just doesn't hasn't had the chances. I, chances for him to become no, a no, no. Yeah, that's I want to win 170 million on Friday on the Euro Millions, but just because I want it, don't mean it's going to happen. I want, I want him to be a 20 goal striker too. Um, I, I think he's got some real flair and some real imagination in the box area. I mean, some of the moves he made last season were Eight. top top draw, top draw. I mean, it's it's something we don't see much at Millwall, and I think when you do see it, especially in the flesh at the Den, it lifts your spirits, it gets you out of your seat. That's what it's all about for me. So I'm, I was really happy to see Bennett. Make that mad dash back to um, you know Bruges Central Station, get the train home back to back to Brussels. It's twelve goals, isn't it? I, I mean, it's it's good that we've kept him. I mean, I'm still on the fence about him. I, I, I think he misses chances that I can't believe he misses, and he'll take one that's ridiculous. I mean, that is the, all strikers are like that. Yeah, there are, but I think uh, for me, I can't believe how good Bradshaw is when we serve him up a chance that he actually likes. Hmm. He likes lone fizzed balls across him. He loves. He loves if he's in between the stick, a bit like later day Mike Warren when his pace went, that they just position himself in front of the goal and he'll finish it. That's what Bradshaw does. Um, so they're two very different types of strikers. They work well together, um, and they do seem that that interview is probably the best bit of social media that Millwall put out for a very long time. Um, probably since the Tim Cale return video, to be honest, the one where Bradshaw <laughs> is trying not to swear constantly because he's made up his mate back. Um, I, 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 can't I, say fuck on you, can't be. Give me a wall. We can't say fuck. You can't you can't say what you like. You just can't be done officially. That's all. Yeah. I might have to be you careful. Know, the car got nicked, so I, I'm now one of them. You know, it's one of them. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, are we stronger with him in the team than without? Of course we are. So is it a good signing? Of course it is. That's that's the simple fact. Are we? You know, do I think we still probably need another striker? Yeah, we probably do. We needed another striker last season, something a bit different. We don't have, you know, we don't really have a a target man to it. In some games, we we are crying out for someone that just make it stick up there. But we maybe are going to be a different proposition this year. Maybe we won't be so reliant on that. Maybe we're going to play, you know, passing, tiki-taka, Bermondsey, Barcelona <laughs> style football. Maybe maybe we will. I don't, I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Barca. Bermondsey Barca, New Bermondsey Cuddle Club, whatever you want to call them. We, um, we, we, I mean, just to coin an ancient phrase from the past, was it Mark, Mark McGee who first came up with the phrase irons in the fire? No, I, I'm sure it was Mark McGee. Oh, with the irons are in the fire. Um, I mean, I've just dug these out of news at Denlist. It's talking about forwards, Harry. Um, apparent interest in a Senegalese forward, don't know anything about 
Papa Habib Gwe. Um, yeah, we tried to sign him in January, didn't we? Plays for Kortrick in, in, in Belgium. Um, five goals in, in 16 games before injury ended his season last term. I mean, that's 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 hopeful. That's the kind of talk I like. Um, yeah, well, he's been injured. <laughs> no. That's a Millwall signing right there. Luke Freeman. <laughs> Bring him in. We'll cheer him in. It'll be good in six months. What a 12 minutes this will be. Yeah, funnily enough, going on about why did Benikafobe's move turn down or fall through, you will have actually got visions of Alex Aldridge running <laughs> through the streets of Bruges. Benny, Benny, Benny. Sign for me. Sign with a shirt. Can I have your shirt, yeah. please? <laughs> Big contract, Sam. We'll give you what we were going to give Jed. Sign that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an iron in the fire, listeners. We don't. We, we wait to see. And as we record this show, we we we, we have no more news on like, Papa, on, Papa Habibway. Honestly, what do you think we actually need? This is this is more of a question. I know people are very hit up about we should get this player, we should get that player. Like some of the players that we had on loan last season were shit. I, I need to. I'd say we need know, someone to challenge idea. challenge Danny McGarry, wouldn't you? I mean, you know, I mean, we need a right back. You know, I it, it can't be Ryan I Leonard. I see Ryan Leonard as potentially filling in that role, but I do agree that would be advantageous. I think we need another two central defenders. One central defender depends on where you see Ryan Leonard playing. Mm. Yeah, do you need somebody that can? Well, we definitely need another forward. We've need another forward for. For two or three seasons, haven't we? Never well, what's one of the other irons in the fire? Talking about central yeah. defenders is Charlie Cresswell of, of Leeds. Um, has some Premier League experience, 19 year old. So, we're talking about a loan deal there, listeners. We're not talking about um, outright deal. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a loan. I don't, deal. I, I don't so think so. From a Premier League club, a season long deal, so you can yeah. rely on him for the season and you take your view in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd uh, almost like to sign him for two years if we could. I know that occasionally Premier League clubs do let. I think Jack Harrison joined Leeds. Go on a two-year deal, home, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Let him come down here for a couple of years, and that's see how good he is. So that's that's our second iron, 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 Zion, iron in the fire. Um, Charlie Cresswell. We'll see. We'll see. Achtung, Mailball. I mean, Neil Dutch lines. I was just going back to Zion Fleming. I I couldn't. I was actually struck by how few Dutch players we've had over time. Uvelt. See if we can name them, Harry. Go on. Who 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 Uvelt 2015, 2014? Yeah, no, which one he won't get because it's far too early for his No, you've got to wait, you've got to, you've got to wait this, this crescendo. We're gonna build up to the one that you've got there, Neil. Yeah, no, I can't even remember his name. So there we go. <laughs> is there only two? Is there only two? No. How many is there? What is this who Uvelt? 15 appearances, one goal in 2014-15. Joshua uh, Michael Keefton build obviously we've just yeah. lost 28 appearances 11 as a sub no goals from Michael um Barry Powell Barry yeah, Powell was Dutch yeah, yeah well, that was the name I was going to come come up with I know I, I thought that he was Dutch but I wasn't 100% sure there's another one Etienne Bavia he was great player he'd he say yeah he was Dutch Suriname wasn't he or something that's Suriname but I think he I think he qualified for Holland but yeah that's Suriname was was his national 54 appearances 91 95 one of the most um completely grammatically incorrect say so the most flair flair players I've ever seen anyway you get the picture listeners 10 goals for Etienne including one classic against Palace 
Um, here's one that I think would, would strain even the memories of, of, of the likes of me. Do you remember Romano Sion, Neil? 1992 to 93. One appearance. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play. Yeah, but he didn't play more than a game or two, did he? I was no, no. But, I can remember it as a name, and he used to appear regularly in the program. But um, I don't. I can't say I can remember Romano Sion. I'm, I'm trying desperately to flick through Neil's WhatsApp messages where he names the other one. Um, oh, here we are. <laughs> 1929, even before even my time, Harry. Um, an amateur goalkeeper called Gerrit Kaiser. Gerrit Kaiser. 19. Done well with that name. About ten years <laughs> later, wouldn't he? He played. Um, he played for. Uh, he didn't play. He didn't play. For, he was just on our books briefly as a, an amateur. He played. He played a load of reserve games in the football combination and played, I think, in the Southern League. We're going to do a history pod on him at some point, anyway, to introduce him properly. But he actually went on to went on to play for the Arsenal, and I think he made a few first team appearances. Oh wow. For the club down the road, Charlton. that live in us, we have a lot of strange sort of nuances with countries that have played for Millwall. Like Dutch, just maybe that's an indictment of the football we play that we don't have many Dutch Dutch well, masters. So two, have, I mean, if you include more. Garrett, there's six six Dutch players over over our history, which is. Not many, given that we're a dockside club where Dutchmen would have been regulars, you know, in and around the areas. But I mean, my favorite Dutch player there would be Etienne Vivier, wonderful, wonderful player. 54. Well, I was told by an agent some time ago, a football agent, that Millwall didn't want to sign foreign players, that it, that it wouldn't go down well with the fan base. I said, well, yeah, but if they're good enough, they'll go down well. Well, that I don't buy. Was that think... something, was it something to do with the Russians turning up? Might have burnt everyone's fingers for a long, a long period of time. Yeah, well, that was a lifetime's worth of pain and misery, them two turning up and bank. I mean, they're the only they're the only Millwall video on that TIFO football <laughs> um, thing that's related to Millwall. They do ones on, like, Forest Villa, all big stories. It's the only one that Millwall have drawn into, I, like, because um... of the old thing. I, I, the reason I, I agreed with that 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 um, statement that we didn't want foreign players, but I put that down to lack of imagination on the club's part. I think that that would be what lies behind that. Strangely, for for all the club's reputation, I, I actually think we've always taken to foreign players quite well. Really, um, you know, um, it's, it's it's one of the things that's faded away from our, our, our club in recent times. But I'm, I'm hopefully keeping my fingers crossed that we see. Well, they become. Best of Zian, you know. They tend to become talismanic, don't they? They tend to be not a joke, because that's the wrong way of saying it, but like the Jimmy Abdu type thing of, you know, even now, like when he was played in the African Cup of Nations over over Christmas, mm. I'm watching Comoros because he's still it's Jimmy's you know, in it. A, because yeah. Jimmy's there. It's our oh, Jimmy. He's our oh, Jim. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you yeah. know, you sort of take him. You know, when Kale played for Australia, even though he hadn't played for us for like three or four years, when they qualified for the World Cup. Uh, it's Tim, like it's Timmy Kale, like we're going to watch the game, you know. It's, um, yeah, yeah. We tend to, you know, a bit like what we said earlier on, we tend to hold these players in revere like they're ours, they're our little, you know, our little bit of flair, our little bit of, um, we've got, know, we've like, got, we've got a piece of them. It's like, when, it's like when you've got something, you know, a special bottle of booze that you've put away for Christmas dinner, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> That's what they're like. They're like our little, they come out with the best china. You know, we sort of wrap them up in little bits of cotton wool. 
It's very, yeah, it's it's a very strange sort of Millwall thing. All the time after going to Wimbledon the other day, don't <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. I might do another show another day about my Wimbledon experiences, listeners. It was an interesting, interesting day out with, with Mrs. H. Um, next season, boys, five substitutes. New new EFL Lovely. substitution rule. Um Gary Rowett has hinted it might give him more flexibility. I would imagine it would do, Gary. Um, you, you to, to to attack late in the game, you can bring on attacking wing backs. Let's see, let's see how that works out. Wow. Let's see how that works out. The attacking feel, Gary Rowett with his foreign players. Holloway's yeah, re-entered the building. Nine attackers. Yeah, there'll be five substitutes. <laughs> you struggled to think, why did he make them five? <laughs> yeah, we'll got... yeah, be bringing on George Long to play up front. Won't that, you? Is it. that is it. Gary's going to be putting on that, that Steve McLaren Dutch accent. He's going to be for sure. As the fans yeah. should love our foreign players. Well, I was yeah, thinking we're taking a sweepstake on how long till every single George at the club has managed to play a, a play a minute in the first team this season. <laughs> oh dear, um, my bookmakers all this season, mate. All three is starting. Well, uh, George Long won't start, will he? Because Bart will be in goal, surely. <laughs> yeah, but it depends. Like, what happens? Yeah, but apparently Bart's off. If you believe some, is he? Yeah, he I haven't is. seen that one. Yeah, no, he isn't. It was somebody at uh, somebody had a mate who knew someone who said that. The highly reliable sources that fuel Millwall. One of the HP sources that hang around Millwall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody always has a mate, don't they? A mate for every occasion. But no, yeah, no, well, he'll be there, but unless he gets injured pre-season. William Hill's odds listeners, we don't hold him with bookmakers in football generally, but this is interesting. We're 25 to 1 to win the championship, Harry. I don't think we've got enough in wow, this that's squad. Got to that's got shorter because I had it at 28 to 1, so that's short. That's shortened down um, to win I don't it. I think we'll win it, but no. I had it each way, each way paying four places. Favourites, surprise, surprise, are Norwich to win it. Um, Middlesbrough, 8 to 1. Second favourites. I think West um, Brom have got more chance than both of the two teams you've named. Well, their top three is William Hill. Um, so Norwich, Middlesbrough on eights. Sheffield United on 10 to 1. And then you're into the, the 16 plus. That's where you don't really know. Uh, Swansea, Stoke, Coventry, blah, blah, blah. What um, are Luton out of curiosity? Luton, 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 Luton. Um, 25 to 1 to, to win bad? it outright. Yeah. Um Probably more realistically from a Millwall perspective, Neil, top six finish, three to one. With That's, that's pretty short odds for uh, for Millwall. Yeah, that's six. not bad, considering that, well, we've been there or thereabouts for a couple yeah. of seasons, haven't we? Three yeah. to one isn't isn't bad, because I'd fully expect us to be in and around the, that, that zone. zone again. Uh, the, problem, the problem you've got is that, yeah, we ain't going to win it because you've got clubs coming down that have got parachute. Pay. You need a depth of squad that we're not going to achieve. Yeah. I think yeah, you've got clubs that are earning 40 or 50 million pounds in parachute payments, and you can't come anywhere near them, can you? So, no, no. It, it, it would take an absolute minor mirror. It, it would take us starting off like an express train, like H said. Hmm. And then we'd have to really maintain that. So I mean, it would have to it would have to get us to January, us being top, and you'd have to then Berylson would have to just fucking back it's, it, wouldn't he? It's it, just it'd taking... be one of them where they just go. Yeah, but we'd have to be our best ever chance. Fucking go for it. 
yeah, we'd have to be twenty points clear, and you'd you'd, you'd, you'd then you'd have to go to him, John. You're going to get hundred and fifty million in, maybe two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, whatever it is, yeah, whatever you get for playing in the Premier League, it's league. fielding injuries and, and and the length of the season. I mean, we've got this break in in uh, November World Cup break, but um, that I, might I, suit us actually. Weirdly, again, it might not. If we start off like H's Express train. Mm. We don't want to be going into that with a load of momentum and then we don't play. For then we lose it completely. But then also, yeah. we're, we're blessed with not having many international players and we're compared also to blessed. some of those ones. And we're also blessed with not having the best medical facilities in the world. So we've yes. always got... The, the, butchers, the butcher's room at Calmont Road. It's like Probably Sweeney Tots. So we've always got three or four injured. So it would be quite good to see what the club do during that time. Will we see them play Premier League clubs behind closed doors just to keep things ticking over? I think they'll be doing something because you can't just say switch it off. Yeah. You go. I wonder yeah, if they'll go to. I wonder yeah. if they'll go to like a a Middle East training camp and play against some more weather. Of, well, maybe like not just Premier League clubs, but also you look at the leagues that aren't started at that point. Like the American League starts around, and that's just before. They sort of get going. Maybe they'll go to the states or something for a few games yeah. or something like yeah. that. I've never understood why, with John Berylson as our owner, we probably, don't go to the states. Yeah. yeah, probably because yeah, we're well, probably because they don't want us over. But yeah, they, they, they don't yeah, want yeah, a yeah, travelling yeah. support. Oh, do they? Millwall, Millwall fans end up in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, and, yeah but they don't want us going on our jollies, do they? In no. America, could you imagine Absolutely. Millwall fans on their jollies in Boston? <laughs> one one last thing on the bookmaking front. It's if you like want a tea party, <laughs> we're seven seven to one to get relegated, chaps. Has that come in or gone out? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I took, I took these screenshots. The day. Anybody, yeah, but yeah, rather than waste your money on that, you might as well buy some crypto or some NFTs <laughs> and waste your money that way. Yeah, because we, I cannot see famous last words. But I cannot see us being anywhere near the bottom of that, the, the bottom five or six of that table. I'll, I'll why that did, Neil? Why didn't you? Why didn't you say that about the top bit? Because then, if you get it wrong, you don't really give a fuck because you'll be so happy anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I, actually, well, I think there will be in and around the playoffs. So, no, so don't say that you either. You must. I'm going to stick that Neil Fischler quote on an NFT and sell it. Um, we'll give all the all the um, profits to the food hub. Um, just to close the show, boys, I just want to say well done to the uh, community trust team that went out to, to mm -hmm. Kenya. I don't know if you've been following any of this on, on, on Twitter, that uh, group of, uh, including Jack Clark, group of uh, people from the, the community trust have gone over to yeah, Kenya. With some... In his own raffle, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> 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 they took a load of gear out there. They took them. They've got, they've got some Kenyan village entirely kitted out in Millwall. Yeah, they wrote lions. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Millwall, and it's got lions written. I've seen it on like the little school wall. It's got lions written over. But Dar Derby were the last team to go there, so Derby had their got... name over there, and they sort of painted over it. I just thought it was quite poetic. Just even. Even with Gary Row, <laughs> even Gary Row, it gets the Millwall Community Trust to do something that deletes Derby County. <laughs> yeah, um, was, yeah, but it was all the gear that we couldn't flog and the, <laughs> so, all the last seasons. Brand new in bags, brand new yeah. in bag. 
some really nice nice pictures nice videos um well done to everyone jack clark particularly uh for for doing that it's you know we can joke but it it does make a difference to these these places and i just think it's uh it's fantastically humorous to see an entire kenyan village kitted out in macron (laughs) maybe we should scat scat some of them maybe maybe, yeah maybe that's That's maybe that's the way forwards maybe that's the way forward after one wash the badges for (laughs) it (laughs) <laughs> and now I think we're sponsored by by Husk Chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, the new the new shirt the new shirt Hummel have have, have said that they definitely definitely won't fall off. So watch him come off after two washes. Yeah, well, that's quite, guaranteed, isn't it? <laughs> I, I quite like the new kit. I think it looks alright. I love right. the new kit. It looks such quality. Yeah, he's got shades Boy, with that lion built into it. He's, he's got shades of um the 2010 kit. That we the CYC one. Oh, the one with the lion looking. Yeah, like built in and the South in, London the... and the old school South London Essex press one. Yeah, yeah um, it's the wrong colour blue though, boys. Yeah, dark blue. Don't like so it. Back to the traditional blue, royal blue. Or you want to go back to a traditional blue? I want us to go back to a traditional white, but you know that's not going to happen either. Yeah, we can't have this shade of blue. It is not Millwall. Yeah, <laughs> not the Millwall I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's, it's, yeah, it's take, it, can we yeah. have a third? If we do get to the playoffs, Millwall, this is this is your marketing part of the pod, right? Yeah. Have a third kit ready or a special kit ready because you'll sell it, right? Just pre-warning you. Have it sort of tucked away somewhere, and if not, use it next season. So order it now, just right. in case you get to make money on it now, because people. <laughs> All of Bermondsey will turn up to Wembley, as we all know, and your um, people that haven't been in twenty-five years will go, and you can flog it. And this is your marketing part of the pod. Yeah, funnily enough, I was actually listening to the Price of Football, uh, and they had the guy from Hummel on. Right. Um, it was a very interesting listen. He said that these clubs or clubs with Hummel, they make the decision on the kit six months before they need them. Yeah, basically. So the lead lead into to producing. So we're judging by that. If H is right and we are going to appear at Wembley, you've got about about a month and a half. Better get on it. Wembley kit, haven't you? That's it. I'd rather go up automatically than go up through the playoffs. To be honest, you you get a trophy for finishing second there, don't you? Mate, you get a trophy for anything now. Yeah, well, you get a trophy and medals for bloody... Last time we've done this show, we were talking about getting relegated. Now we're just look, planning what shirt we're going to wear at Wembley. Very, very and whether you get right? a trophy for it. It's Nick. simple. I've been told that I'm too miserable, so I'm trying to yeah, pervade yeah, exactly. a positive... Well, on a positivity streak. Yeah, well, let's embrace it, just like you would a busty woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> H's positivity for the new season. There we are. I'm going to leave that image in the listeners' minds. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Big thank you, Neil. Thank you for coming on the show, mate. Appreciate it. No problem, mate. No problem at all. Yeah, no, the Me Too movement is alive and kicking on the podcast. (laughs) And Mill's Me Too here, Harry. Big thank you, H. No problem. I'm reeling from that comment. I've never been speechless, but there's a first time for everything. Anything for that. Thank you to you two, dear listeners. Hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll be back if we've had any more excitement in the transfer market. Until the next show, bye for now. You have been listening to Achtung, Millwall. Please do leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Danke schon. Up the lines. Uh.
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.